Um, let's get back to the music. Uh, yeah. You just dropped your new single, Peaches. Uh, of course, I've I've heard some Peaches with Justin Bieber, so I feel like it's like a spinoff. Um, yeah, I'm gonna let you explain it. <laughs> it's um, I uh, I'm a huge fan of Justin Bieber too. Like, I think he's super dope. I love when he's I love when he's in his R&B bag, you know, I think he has a really good voice and especially for R&B music. So I always love when he puts out stuff. Um, and that one, I actually heard the preview of it on Tiny Desk. And okay. so that's why I had made mine more like his Tiny Desk performance okay. rather than the actual track. That's why it kind of sounds more like an original than a cover because it's just, it's different enough to where it's like, oh, this could be her own song. But um, I changed the words around and stuff enough to where it was like, it made sense for a girl to sing it. And I think I, I think guys are fucking with it too. Um, That's dope. Yeah. How, how is it, how, go ahead. It was cool. Cause like when it came to the video, it was late that night. It was so late. It was like 11. And I was like, what am I gonna do? Like, I don't wanna just do another video like singing in front of the mic, you know? So I just was like, I'm going to set the camera up and I'm going to just braid my hair and see how this goes. <laughs> and it ended up working out. It came out pretty fly. That's dope. Have you heard Justin Bieber's new album? Yeah, I heard it. What do you think about it? I think it's good. I think um, I like that a lot of the songs are about being in love. Like you could tell mm -hmm. he's extremely happy in his marriage and mm -hmm. it's sweet. Like I, um, I personally like, I like him more R&B, but I feel like he has a good balance between pop and R&B, especially on this new album. So I was, I was rocking with it. Facts, facts. Yeah. Leo Black. Hi. How you doing? What's up? I'm doing great. How are you? Hey, everything kosher. It's a beautiful day outside. Damn, I like I, that backdrop. Yeah, you on the West Coast? Shoot, I need one. Um, I'm in Colorado right now, so kinda, oh, kinda, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. I Where you that. at? Uh, right now, I'm up in LA. Yeah, I love LA. Yeah, it's good right now. Weather's good. Um, but if you're not familiar, the Leo Black Show is a platform from artists and creators to you know share their story, share their journey. Um, so we want to start with you from the beginning, very beginning to the latest what's happening now. Let's hear it, Kayla. Um, cool. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Like, I appreciate you reaching out. Um, but yeah, I've just grown up singing, like, annoyingly since I was, like, <laughs> four. And um, my mom was, my mom was like, okay, she's going to be a performer because I would always um make her and her friends like sit in the living room and watch me sing watch me dance and all of that so she was really amazing at just nurturing that in me and she always encouraged me to just follow my dreams and she just to just do what I love and my mom used to sing when she was a young girl so um she's loved watching this whole thing just kind of come to life for me you know she's been extremely supportive and without her, first and foremost, like, I just wouldn't be who I am. So I just have to start by saying it, it started with my mom, just really, you know, encouraging me. Um, and yeah, when I was younger, I would sing all the time. I would write all the time. And um, 
when I got to, I would say when I was about um, 13 was when I recorded my first song ever, like in the studio, it was at my friend's house. He had like a little setup in his closet, you know, just a mic and some, it was some, it was some ghetto shit. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> we were kids and we were like, you know what? We like to make music. And that was the first time that I ever recorded. And I recorded a song for my mom for Mother's Day. Nice. And she was like, this is the best thing I've ever heard. I'm sure it was not, but she was like, this is the best thing that I've ever heard. You have to keep going. You have to keep doing this. And ever since then, I've just been, I've just been on it. I, um, I moved from Colorado Springs, which is where I'm originally from, up to Denver. And I started grinding it out up here. And I would just like perform anywhere that I could, like any shows I could get on. I was um, recording myself like in my bedroom and I would put all my music on SoundCloud at the time. Um, and I was releasing like little EPs and, and stuff like that. And then I would say like 2018 was when I kind of got noticed by the radio station out here. And they just showed mad love all the time. They were always at my shows. And one time they showed up at a show, they watched it and they were like, yo, do you want to do summer jam this year with Saweetie and Wiz Khalifa and all them? And I was like, hell yeah, I want to do summer jam. And that um, that's what got my first song on the radio. And that was back in 2018. So ever since then, things have just kind of been, you know, going really well. Once I linked up with my producer and my manager, they've really just, um, kind of taking me under their wing and you know really really put me on so it's been a it's been a crazy journey but it's it's been amazing I'm extremely grateful that's awesome Kayla yeah. all right cool so let's backtrack a little bit as far as like your mom and your parents involvement in your music career um is your mom a creative too or she grew up like working a regular job um how did that actually work and how could she relate to where she felt like she needed to push you to become more of a creative and get more involved in music and pursue it as a professional career. Because for most people, like when, when their kids tell them, hey, I want to be a musician or whatever the case may be, they really like, you know, your chances are like one in a million. You should really try to be a lawyer or doctor or something. So how did you get your mom on board and what advice would you have for other creatives and artists who, you know, thinking about doing the same thing, coming out to your parents like, hey, I want to be an artist. Um, what advice would you give them? Um, I would say to just, you know, you have to, you have to express to people how happy it makes you. Like you have to let people know, like, this is what I want to do. This is what's going to make me the happiest in my life. And this is what's going to, this is when I feel like my most truest authentic self. And I feel like any parent should be able to respect that, especially if you come to them honestly and you're like, this is who I am. Like, this is what I want to do. Um, I couldn't imagine my parents not being supportive of that. Like my dad, you know, we didn't grow up together because he, he was like in and out of jail a lot when I was younger and it was just my mom and us five kids. So I think, I think with her, I think she just wanted her kids to be happy. It didn't matter, you know, what we wanted to do. She just wanted us to grow up and be happy and be good people in the world and it was never difficult for her to like support my dreams because she's just a good woman. She's a good mother. And she was like, you know, I, I think she understands that a child is going to be successful in anything they do as long as they have support. Like, you know, kids are going to mess up, but I think right. as long as you're supporting your children, then they have a better chance of succeeding 
rather than if you're telling them you can't do that or that's not realistic you know she's just a very um she's just a very like smart honest and like thorough woman and like I said she was a singer when she was a kid she had a really big passion for it so I think me being the one of her kids that like got that trait from her I think Mm. she just was like absolutely like I'm gonna you know she never pushed it on me or anything I just woke up one day and was like, this is what I like to do. And she was like, crazy, because I was just like you when I was little. So I think she just wanted, you know, she just wanted to see what would happen if someone actually went for it, because she was in foster care her whole life. So she had a really, really, really rough childhood. Um, And when she turned 18, she got out as fast as she could. And that's when she started having, you know, us and real life hit her. So she was never able to pursue something like this. Um, So I think she just gets excitement out of watching it happened for somebody else and it being her daughter I think that just means the most to her so she was gonna she was gonna rock with me either way because she's just she's just a real last woman you know what I'm saying <laughs> hey that's awesome you got your yeah. rock she's amazing uh, <laughs> yeah so let's fast forward and talk about SoundCloud a little bit um I can definitely like kind of tell you come from the SoundCloud era just by how many mashups and remixes you got yeah you know it's kind of like you kind of like a mixtape artist. You be killing it though. You're killing it on the SoundCloud game right now. From Thank songs you. like Practice to you got the Drake mashup. Uh, what inspires, you know, those mashups and those remixes? Um, just those artists like themselves, you know, I'm really inspired by like Drake and Party Next Door and Bryson Tiller. And um, I feel like at a certain time, I mean, Drake is still killing it, but I feel like at a time, especially guys like them were like really running shit and Mm -hmm. I respect like I respect the the melodic like talent that they have um Drake especially like he's he's a musician like he's smart you know when it comes to writing melodies and writing lyrics and um I I look up to him a lot and so I think naturally I hear his music and it's always from a man's perspective and I always want to I always want to put a woman's twist on it and I always have always wanted to collab with him. So it's like my own little way <laughs> of like secretly, you know, feeling like I did a collaboration, but just being able to put my taste and my style on something. And I'm just always inspired by like good music. And I learn so many songs all the time because I'm just, you know, listening to so much music. So it's just kind of natural for me to be like in the shower singing it, but like replacing certain words and as if like a girl were saying it. So I've just always been intrigued by like actually putting it out on a record and then sharing it with people. And that's just kind of how it's always happened. Like it's, it's fun for me to kind of do it. And then I think people like it too. Like the fans, they love to hear the song from somebody else's perspective, but especially if it's like a girl remixing a guy's song or a guy remixing a girl's song, fans love that shit. Like they love to hear it in a different way. And I just love to do it. I don't have anything better to do than to make music all day. So I'm like, Thanks. let me just, let me just do it. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, yeah. doing that is cool being an artist too, because it, it kind of makes the consumer mind like wonder, like when I heard the the Drake song and stuff, I was like, hmm, did she like date Drake before? Or <laughs> has she seen Drake? It just, I mean, it makes the fans wonder, you know, like, has she seen Drake before or whatever? Because the, the music sound good, obviously you're a young, attractive lady. So it like it very well like it could have happened you know it, it could happen so do you no, have like any- that that would be fire but I've, I've actually never met him that's a dream of mine though for sure 
Cool, cool. Do you have like any celebrity crushes or anything like that? Um, when I was younger, I was definitely obsessed with Chris Brown. I had like pictures of him all up in my locker and shit. It was kind of gross. <laughs> um, uh, so I would say probably like Chris Brown. He would he would be. I would love to work with him. Like dead ass on a professional tip, I would be so honored. But he'd probably be someone in the studio that I'd be like, damn, you know, you fine. Like, cool. <laughs> I would never say nothing, but I'd be thinking it in my head. Um, That's hilarious. So what, what yeah. was it like when you were younger about Chris Brown that gets you all hot and bothered as a team? I mean, of course, he's like the teenage sensation. He's been out forever when he was young. Yeah, he was just he was just that nigga when we were little. Like, he was dancing. He was singing. I think it was like the smile you know, and I just loved his story. I love that he was just a normal kid, you know, from Thanks. Virginia. And he just, he loved music. He was just naturally talented and he came up, um, you know, before social media. So it was like luck. That shit was luck back in the day. Like, Thanks. and I just love hearing those kind of stories. So I was just drawn to him just because of like who he was, you know? Thanks. That's yeah. dope. And let's talk a little bit about your stage performance. I mean, obviously, you got picked up by the radio station. You went on a huge tour with Sweetie, Ray Schremer, um, a few more artists. Like, you went crazy. So let's talk about, like, who inspires your stage performance and how was that going on tour with those major artists? Um, I'm really inspired, like, performing-wise, I would say, by Beyonce, 100%. Like, I've... I've, I like watch her DVDs. I watch all her documentaries, all her tour shit, because I think she has one of the most insane work ethics in the world. And she's really inspired me as a performer. Um, Rihanna too has really inspired me. Like she's so effortlessly sexy. And especially when she was making music, like I know now it's crazy. Cause I feel like, I feel like younger kids who are maybe like 18 19 20 don't know the Rihanna that like we knew who was putting out music they know her as like Savage Fenty all that stuff but when she was doing that like she was amazing at it she was a boss oh let me turn this off I'm sorry um and she was just like a huge inspiration for me and then um Michael Jackson of course like I really admire performers that can put on a show like I, I always you know respect like a beautiful voice that just stands there and sings but I love it when a performer can be here and here and here on the stage and they're really like giving you all of them like I just grew up watching stuff like that like with um like 3LW and Whitney Houston and like Janet Jackson where there's just a show being put on live I think that takes a lot of skill it takes a lot of focus and I've always wanted to be that artist I'm like when I get on stage like it's gonna be an experience you know so um then being able to be on shows with artists like that who were already established and or even Saweetie like I think she was just she was just on at the time um when I got to open for Summer Jam with her and it was cool to watch another female like who was like just coming up, but like watching her like get that success and seeing how humble she was and how professional she was. Like I learned so much and I got to meet Big Boy too. And you know, he's an OG and yeah, he was like so cool. He was like too cool for me. He was like, good, nice to meet you. I'm like, hi, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but Wiz was cool. Like, you know, he he was just like, he was like, whatever anybody tells you, just keep going. If you think you got the juice, you got it. And, you know, he just met me randomly. We didn't know each other. He just dropped a little gem for me. So anytime I get to meet artists or like perform with them, I try to pick up as much game as I can because I'm just like honored to always be, you know, especially with people like that, like with Doja Cat, I got to do a show with her and she was so sweet and same with Tyga, like they're just good people. So, you know, I'm always trying to learn from them and see what I can apply to like my own artistry. For sure. Do you have any like backstage or tour bus moments? I mean, any stories you can tell from Wiz, Doja Cat, Tyga, Sweetie? Um, well, okay, so I did, a, I did a show in February, like right before COVID. Um, I did a show with Tyga and Doja Cat here in Denver. And it was funny because um, Tyga had came backstage and me and my dancers were like playing ping pong at the table. Yeah. And he comes in. We hadn't met yet. He comes in. He's like, what's up, girl? Like he knew me. And I was like, what's good? He was like, oh, shit, my bad. I thought you was Doja. He was like, what's up? What's your name? I was like, no, I'm not Doja, but I'm Kayla Ray. Nice to meet you. And it was funny, like, because he was so cool about it. Like, it wasn't no like weird shit. Like, oh, I thought you was Doja Cat. Like, he was so humble and nice. Um, so that was pretty funny, but oh yeah, and then when I did when I did Summer Jam, I was on that show with Lil Dicky too, and I remember um I remember going backstage like where they were eating and stuff, and I was like, yo, and it was it was kind of rude of me, like I should have known better, but Lil Dicky was eating and I was like, yo, what's up? Are you Lil Dicky? He's like, I'm Dave. And I was like, <laughs> my bad bro I know you're eating but I just wanted to introduce myself like my name's Kayla you know he's like it's good to meet you like <laughs> all this shit but nothing else like no crazy stories I actually like didn't go on on tour with those artists I just had opened up that summer jam with them that one summer and then had a show with Tyga and Doja Cat um this last past year so I don't have that's like no crazy tour stories yet <laughs> that's lit that's lit yeah. I mean, it's cool. I mean, especially like with, with Sweetie, she's going viral right now for her latest like situation or relationship. Would you, you got anything to say about that, about Quavo and Sweetie? I don't know their business. I don't know their business. I just know that. Um, I don't know. I don't want to take nobody's side because you just never yeah. know. Like yeah. the Internet is, you know, the Internet throws stuff around. And obviously I want to take Sweetie's side because I'm like, fuck these dudes like they just right. all be cheating um so if that's the case you know if he was messing around on her and she had enough and she let him go then do your thing girl so i don't know but i'm always gonna take the female side dope for sure <laughs> and um so what i mean just in that situation in particular like whilst while you're dating you know another public figure you go on the show with your ex you know and, and do a whole show with them like, do you think that's crossing boundaries, like overstepping your boundaries if you're in a public relationship? That's what happened. She was like on a show with her ex. Yeah, she was like on the on a show with Justin. Um, it's on like Revolt, something like that. It's like a podcast show. And mm. she's like giving all type of relationship advice and things like that. And there was a clip that went viral. And that if there was like, if you would have a threesome, who would you have it with? And she like, if I have a threesome, I'm gonna have it with two guys. And I guess Quavo wasn't too fond of that, you know, but she was basically saying there is no threesome, you know, like I'm not about to have a threesome with my man. But she said it in that way, because of course, no dude wants to be in a threesome with another dude on his main chick, you know what I mean? Like on his girl that he wiped up. So 
Yeah, was, that's like, true. I think she was saying it more in regards to that. Like, it's not no threesome going down. But what do you yeah. think that's overstepping boundaries? Like, going on a show with your ex, if you're already in a relationship with another public figure? I think it depends on the kind of relationship and communication you have with like your current partner you know like if you and I are tight and we're solid and you know like okay I'm gonna be here so and so is gonna be here then I think it's cool like I think as long as you guys have those boundaries set then it really doesn't matter what other people think um but I think if there's you know if there's if 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 she just went and was on the show with her ex and didn't say anything and it came out and that was the first time Quavo heard of it then maybe that would be I would have an issue with that you know but yeah. if they discussed it before and they you know if they were like tight about it then there's nothing wrong with that like exes are exes for a reason you know and if my if, if who I'm with told me yo they want me to go do a show with so-and-so then I'd be like all right do your thing like you know, you know what it is. I know what it is. So, Thanks. it just depends. Yeah. What you think? Same, same. I agree yeah. with you. Um, let's get back to the music. Uh, yeah. uh, you just dropped your new single, Peaches. Uh, of course, I've I've heard the song Peaches with Justin Bieber, so I feel like it's like a spinoff. Um, yeah, I'm gonna let you explain it. <laughs> it's um, I uh, I'm a huge fan of Justin Bieber too. Like, I think he's super dope. I love when he's I love when he's in his R&B bag, you know, I think he has a really good voice and especially for R&B music. So I always love when he puts out stuff. Um, and that one, I actually heard the preview of it on Tiny Desk. And okay. so that's why I had made mine more like his Tiny Desk performance okay. rather than the actual track. That's why it kind of sounds more like an original than a cover because it's just, it's different enough to where it's like, oh, this could be her own song. But um, I changed the words around and stuff enough to where it was like, it made sense for a girl to sing it. And I think I, I think guys are fucking with it too. Um, That's dope. Yeah. How, how is it? How, go ahead. It was cool. Cause like when it came to the video, it was late that night. It was so late. It was like 11. And I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I don't want to just do another video, like singing in front of the mic, you know? So I just was like, I'm going to set the camera up and I'm going to just braid my hair and see how this goes. <laughs> and it ended up working out. It came out pretty fly. That's dope. Have you heard Justin Bieber's new album? Yeah, I heard it. What do you think about it? I think it's good. I think um, I like that a lot of the songs are about being in love. Like you could tell mm -hmm. he's extremely happy in his marriage and mm -hmm. it's sweet. Like I, um, I personally like, I like him more R&B, but I feel like he has a good balance between pop and R&B, especially on this new album. So I was, I was rocking with it. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, I think it's um, so how does like the splits work when you, when you do these songs and you put them on streaming services like Spotify, Apple Music, do you have to like pay royalties to the artists when you're sending the lyrics or it's kind of just like you still get a hundred percent because you still got your own lyrics within that song and it's your own production. How does that work? Nah, you got to give it all to the, to the artist. Like if you upload something as a cover on streaming, yeah. it's, it's all for them, you know, and it, it makes sense. Cause you're like using their name and their song to get looks. So it's okay. kind of like an even exchange. And that's like how I look at it. It's like, I don't, I don't really want, you know, any, like any, any royalties or streaming from, a cover because it's not mine you know I just I get paid by P 
people searching for the song and then they find me. So then right. that's, that's good enough for me because that's why I do it. You know, I want people to like know who I am. So yeah, you kind of have to, you have to upload it as a cover and then um, the label I think has to approve the cover and then all the monies goes to them. Sheesh, okay. Yeah. Uh, speaking of labels, I'm sure, you know, with all the clout you got, there's labels checking for you. Um, let's talk about your situation. Are you independent? You got a label that you signed to? I'm independent as long I'm holding on as long as I can. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, like um my manager, my producer, and myself, it's just us three, you know, and we were a really solid team. Like I thank God for those guys every day because we work really hard and it gets difficult sometimes, you know, especially when you have to pay for everything yourself. Like it's it's really tough being independent but it's worth it because I get to do whatever I want to do I get to have direct control of everything and it's fun still you know like there's nobody telling us what to do and so I do want a deal like I, I do want one but I want it when the time is right I want it when you know the stipulations make sense and when I think it's going to benefit my career because I don't want to I don't want to get stuck into something, you know, and I don't want to make music that's not me or have to rebuild years later, you know, like I don't have that kind of time. So I'm really fearful of getting stuck into something. So I'm trying to wait as long as I can until I feel like, until I feel like it's the perfect situation for me. Facts. That's smart, you know, because that does happen. Yeah, it happens um. all the time, you know. <laughs> I'm not trying to get caught up. <laughs> Yeah. So um, what's your what's your studio process like? You mentioned you got your own in-house production um, from writing the songs to producing them to recording engineering. I mean, obviously, I see you have a setup right now. Um, is that your house or is that your studio or what? Um, this is the studio. I, li I live here, too. It's, it's pretty lit. It's a really I'm, I'm really blessed, actually, because um, I, I, I live out in L.A., but when I'm here okay. in Denver, this is where I stay. So um, there's a small setup back here. And then out in the lobby, there's like the main studio, which other people can like rent out. But my manager owns the studio. Um, it's a blessing. So I get to stay here when I'm in town. That's um, lit. That's lit. Yeah, well, so let's talk about your studio process. It's incredible. Um, so yeah, my, my producer lives in Georgia now. He lives in Atlanta now. That's where he's from, but he moved out to Denver um, that was how all of us met. And then last summer, he just moved back to Atlanta. So um, we either work when I'm out in Atlanta or when I'm here or when we're in LA. But so most of the process is remote. Like I'll come up with ideas um, or I'll have like, you know, he'll send me, he'll send me beats and he's like, yo, I have an idea for this or whatever. So usually we'll link up when we link up in person. Um, I like to just hear whatever it is and just freestyle like I like to sing all of the melodies that like first come to my head um keywords that like I'm hearing I just try to get it all out right away without listening to the beat too long because then I start to overthink and then I'm like all right I want to work on something else so I'll hear a beat and I kind of just like to flow on it for like a good 20 minutes and get everything out and from there I'll pick what I think is like the catchiest melodies and piece them together in the verse and piece together the hook and then I'll usually go in and add words after that and it's just most of the time it's just my producer and I like 
writing and putting these songs together. And then sometimes like I have friends who write too, who are artists and we'll collaborate, but most of the time it's just me and John. Okay. And it's just like a very natural, natural process. Okay, facts, facks. Um, now you talk, we're talking about being independent, you know, having your own budget for your songs, production, post-production and all that. Um, the visuals is crazy. You know, I don't know how you putting those out independently because your music you. videos are on point. Um, so let's talk about your music videos as far as like directing, you know, shooting them location, um, dance, wardrobe, all that. How do you come up with your music videos? It's usually, I usually already have an idea when I'm making the song. Like, I'm like, oh, bet the video could be like this. It could go like this. Sometimes that actually helps me like write the song if I already have an idea of what I want the video to be like. So um, I'll just think of a concept that, you know, I try to keep it as fresh as I can. Like I try not to do things that I've seen other people do, but I love video. So I'm always watching music videos and like taking notes or like as far as different ways to like shoot or different backdrops to use or like where to go. Um, I get a lot of my ideas from just being on YouTube all the time. And um, I have a friend, Ashton, he's a film student and he loves to shoot. And he's like, you know, whenever you want to link up, just let me know. So him and I create music videos together, which is a lot of fun. He'll shoot for me and then he lets me edit, which I think is really great because I've worked with other videographers in the past and, you know, they're very picky about that kind of thing, which I totally understand. Um, but I'm so hands-on that I'm like, I need a, I need a videographer that's going to let me like do that, you know? <laughs> and that's why Ashton is such a real one. Cause he's like, I'll shoot it for you. I'll give you the footage. You do whatever you want with it. And um, so that's really how we get it done. My manager shoots some too. Like he doesn't have any experience, but he gets in there and he's like, whatever, I'll just shoot it. I'll just do whatever. You just tell me where to stand, what you need from me. Um, and my dancers are amazing. They're my friends. You know, we just met through music, like at different shows and stuff. And I'll usually send them a song and we get in together. We rehearse for, you know, a couple of weeks and then we'll link up and we'll all shoot. And it's crazy. It's usually like a long ass day or like a long ass two days. But everybody is so dedicated and like works so hard. I'm really, really grateful. And we just get it done. We just do it all ourselves. And I really love editing. Like that's um that's a huge passion of mine that I like came over came across in the last like four years so it's fun it's a lot of work but it's just I enjoy it just as much as I do like making the music dope uh what program you use to edit I use Premiere and I I just started using DaVinci Resolve too so I'm like in both of them but mostly Premiere dope dope and uh, mm -hmm. what do you use for effects VFX um nothing really like I just have an Adobe like cloud account so I just use everything in Adobe cloud like I'll go into After Effects if I need to but for the most part like I, I did get this like um I got this plugin called Red Giant I've heard and, of Red Giant for sure yeah Red Giant's dope like I my free trial just ended so I actually have to buy it and I'm like damn. like let me just sign up another email address <laughs> um so I'll use that like for effects and stuff but that's pretty much it lit lit mm -hmm. Okay. I noticed you got the Venice Beach uh, sweater on. Um, what part of the LA you stand in? You be on the west side or, or what? What part of LA you feeling the most? I mean, being for Denver, coming to LA, I'm sure it was like yeah. a culture shock, but it's so spread out. You would think like different parts is a different state. So what parts of LA you feeling the most? 
Um, I really love, I really love like the Slauson area. Like I know it's like, like South Central. Yes, like I love it over there because I so I braid hair and okay. like I have to get a lot of my hair over there, like at the at the hood beauty supplies because they don't have them where I stay. I'm like in like Alhambra. Do you know where that is? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, like South Pasadena area. So I'm like 10, 15 minutes from actual L.A. Um, and they don't really have like black beauty supply stores out there. So I have to go to like Slauson and all that to get my hair and I just love the vibe over there. Like, it just, I don't know, it feels like home. Like, there's people over there that are, I mean, they're kind of crazy. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, <laughs> this one dude, I was over, like, I was like at Popeyes and I was in line and he was like, he just came up to my car. He was like, yo, I need a chicken sandwich. And he was like, you got me? And I was like, I guess, like, you good? Like, what's up? <laughs> and he was like, please, I don't want it spicy. He had like all these rules for me. I'm like, I'm lucky doing you a favor, bro. Like you got to chill. And like, it gets crazy over there sometimes, but I just love that area because there's so much culture over there. Like Thanks. there's so much like LA history and California, just like the way you see it in the movies, it feels like that over there. And I love it. Like, I love going out there so much. Um, and then I love, I love like Venice, you know, it's so dope over there. There's so many people, like so many, like so much art happening over there. Nice, um, I just love, I love LA period. It's such a, it's such a dope spot. Are you from there? Yeah, I'm from LA. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's up. Um, shit, we covered a lot. Kayla, is there any gems you want to drop? Um, any projects coming up? Anything you want to break right here on a Leo Block show? Um, I don't, I'm like in between some stuff right now, so I don't really know, but I do have more singles dropping like in like two weeks like I have another song coming out so just you know be on the lookout for that because I do a lot of covers so when I release my original stuff I just really love when people fuck with that you know because it's like Thanks. this is really me so definitely be on the lookout for my next single um it's called post us and it's it's cool it's a little vibe about like you know it's about like when you're seeing somebody but y'all aren't like out yet to everybody else you know, so like maybe they still got a couple people they fucking with. Maybe I still got a couple people and I'm drunk and I'm like, yo, if you don't call me right now, I'm going to post this on IG. Like um, if you don't hit me back, <laughs> I'm going I'm to let everybody know we together. So it's a cute, it's a cute little bop that's coming out in a couple weeks. And then, yeah, I might have, I might have a project dropping towards the end of the year, but I'm just having fun, like doing covers and singles and stuff right now. So um, that's that's pretty much it I really appreciate you having me though thank you yeah facts I mean speaking of relationship vibes what is Kayla's relationship status I am super single right now okay and, and what type of guys you go for is it guys in entertainment or like the nine to five guys working a regular job what's your type um I'm honestly the past like five years I've been dating women like okay <laughs> I've been I've been I've been dating women I've always liked girls like growing up and stuff um but I kind of put guys to the side honestly a little while ago um so right now I'm just I'm just open to like whatever feels right but um so, so you're bisexual pansexual like what I'm what? yeah I'm technically I'm bisexual okay yeah um and I just like I, lo I love creatives like I've dated um my last girl I was with she was a rapper and a writer um yeah. 
I love people in music because we can relate, you know what I mean? Like, and I love to have someone that like understands, but then, you know, I kind of like someone that's not in music as well. Someone who just lets me do my thing and yeah. they can, they kind of just get to watch and admire it. But I like, I just like what I like. It really depends on the day. All right. Thanks. Okay. And as far as looks, are we talking more like a, a Cardi B, City Girls, JT, Young Miami? We talking Iggy Azalea? What, what type of, Doja Cat? All of them. Like All of them? All of them. I love all women. I don't love, and I'm not a love, I don't, I'm not like attracted to all women, obviously. But you can like see beauty all in all women. But yeah, I, I just like, um, I just love women. It really doesn't matter what they look like. I mean, they got to be fine, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't have like a specific type. Like, I mean, what's a, what's a fine girl to you? What's, what's Kayla Ray's definition of a fine girl? Um, someone who smells good. Smelling good is sexy. Okay, so hygiene. Got to be on. Hygiene point. all day. Like, I feel like okay. that's like a given though, you know? So like good teeth, smell good, you know? um I like people that can dress I like people with style who can like express themselves in their clothes and like the way that they do their hair or the kind of hats they wear and I just like somebody nice I think that makes you attractive if you're nice like if you have a good heart and if you're sweet like and you like to have fun um but she can yeah as long as she long as she fine and she got nice teeth we get to go (laughs) hey that's lit (laughs) Yo, so um, Kayla, for, for all the new fans, you just going right now on the Leo Black Show. Drop some social links so they can follow you. For sure. Um, you can follow me everywhere at Kayla Ray Music. That's on Twitter, IG, um, YouTube. You just search Kayla Ray and I'm going to pop right up. Same with Spotify and Apple and all that stuff. Um, and that's really it. I'm on Clubhouse, but I don't ever get on that shit. So don't follow me. You won't be in the case. <laughs> For sure. Hey, well, thank you, Kayla, for turning in. Appreciate you for all that you do. Definitely going to be following from now on for sure. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Have a good day.